Hi, I'm Dan Pramack, and welcome to a special pop-up episode of Axios Recap. Today is Wednesday, December 9th, and earlier this afternoon, the Federal Trade Commission and 48 state attorneys general sued Facebook for antitrust violations, arguing that the company illegally hurt competition by buying small rivals and engaging in other harmful behaviors. Moreover, the lawsuit asks that Facebook spin off both Instagram and WhatsApp, basically asking the company to unwind its two most significant and fairly old mergers. So we wanted to have a quick conversation about what just happened and what it all means with two Axios reporters, Ashley Gold, who covers tech policy for us from Washington, D.C., and Scott Rosenberg, who covers Silicon Valley from Silicon Valley. Ashley, we were expecting there to be some sort of antitrust action this afternoon against Facebook, but did this go further than what a lot of people were anticipating? Previous reporting showed that some of the things we were expecting today did indeed come to fruition, but it did go pretty far. You've got the FTC asking a federal court to have Facebook divest two major acquisitions, WhatsApp and Instagram. That's not something we were sure the FTC was going to ask for, but they they are in quite plain language. In addition to that, um, the New York State AG, Letitia James, said that she wants to make sure that other tech companies know not to act like Facebook or the law will be coming down on them. So this is some pretty aggressive moves uh, from antitrust regulators today. Scott, you covered the Microsoft trial in the past. Obviously, Google just got hit with antitrust from the feds recently, although not asked to divest anything. From your gut take, from seeing what you've seen so far, is this a, a more sweeping case than what either Microsoft or Google faced in the past? I think it's it's um, more sweeping than the Google case, the recent Google case, for sure. I think it's comparable to the Microsoft case. It's definitely, it's the same scale of, uh, of a suit. It's the same double-pronged kind of approach. It's got the same broad uh, demand for, you know, a breakup of sorts uh, as the remedy. And I think the industry, you know, will receive it as the Microsoft case was received, where, you know, smaller companies that were angry with the dominant um, firm, uh, which Microsoft was at the time 20 years ago, will cheer this. And a lot of other companies, including larger companies, will look at it and say, why is the government doing this at all? Facebook is, is a great success. When Facebook bought Instagram, less so WhatsApp. WhatsApp was a very large acquisition when they made it, although WhatsApp wasn't making any money at the time. But Instagram was a relatively small acquisition by current tech acquisition standards. Is there a lesson to other tech companies right now about what not to buy so as to not face this in the future? If you were a, a company that expected to become as big as Facebook, uh, I don't think there's anything you can do to inocul inoculate yourself against future uh, claims like this. It's sort of like when you become that powerful and that successful, it's just very hard to um, protect yourself. Ashley, we're going to get a new administration here in about 40 days. That will also mean a Democratic head of the FTC at some point. Does that change the actual legal process here or does this lawsuit continue to move no matter who is sitting in the Oval Office? The lawsuit will continue to move whoever is in the Oval Office. The FTC could take different tacks, do different studies, add to the lawsuit, have further votes on other motions. But this particular FTC with Republican Joe Simons at the helm has put everything in motion for it to sort of keep going from here. Uh, Scott, just quickly, I probably should have led with this, but 
what exactly, from what you can understand, is the FTC's main argument? You know, it, it can't, it's not just a, their really big argument. There's an argument here that consumers are getting harmed, but as a consumer, I don't pay to use Facebook. I don't pay to use WhatsApp. I don't pay to use Instagram. How am I being harmed? Yeah, the argument is pretty straightforward. The idea is that by eliminating competitors, Facebook is uh, deforming the marketplace in a way that uh, prevents new innovations from developing. So the idea isn't that it's hurting you by raising prices on you. It's hurting you by preventing you ultimately from getting a better technology future, whether it's better devices, better services, uh, better ideas. Finally, Ashley, uh, Scott said that this was most akin to the old Microsoft case from well over a decade ago. Does that mean that we should expect this thing to drag on for a year plus? Yeah, I think we we can expect it to drag on for quite a while. Facebook is going to fight any attempt for it to get rid of WhatsApp and Instagram tooth and nail. That is not something they want to give up. We all know how successful WhatsApp and Instagram are. So I think we can expect this to drag out for quite a while. And not only successful, but my understanding is I remember when there was first kind of rumors or kind of inklings that there could be some sort of antitrust case. Facebook started actually trying to integrate those three platforms more on the back end, the actual you know, code infrastructure, so that they can now go into court and say, hey, not only are we not anti-competitive, it's really, really hard to break this thing up. Exactly. They're going to argue that the cake is already baked. These products are already integrated. And they're especially going to argue that WhatsApp and Instagram, especially Instagram, never would have been successful as they are today without the resources and staffing from Facebook. Ashley Gold of Axios from Washington, D.C., Scott Rosenberg from San Francisco. Thank you both so much for joining us. And we're done. Big thanks for listening. And to my producers, Tim Shovers and Naomi Shaven. Also, please make sure to listen to our regular episode, which featured a conversation with Calm co-CEO Michael Acton-Smith. We'll be back tomorrow with another Axios Recap. <laughs>